three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the first annual Texas Private School Podcast Draft, where me, one half of your hosting crew, Wes Tolleson, and Walker Lott will essentially, it's a draft. It's not that hard to comprehend. We're going to go position by position, draft who, we're going to try to draft the best players in private school to make the best team in private school. Me and Walker are going head to head, and we are going to try to make a team that can beat the other team. And once it's all said and done, we'll sit down, look at our teams, and see who's better. Walker Lott, just kind of a quick rapid-fire intro there. Number one, how are you? Number two, what are your thoughts on what we're doing with the draft? Uh, this is exciting. This has been something me and him have been uh, talking back and forth about for a good amount of time. And I'm excited for this. Day has finally come. And uh, I'm doing good, man. Summer classes, you know, prepping. And we announced the quarterback retreat this summer officially. So that's exciting. So we're doing a lot of work behind the scenes for that and some other stuff. So uh, just a lot of work behind the scenes right now, but we had to take away from that so I can beat West Tolleson in this draft and show him I am the true best and most amount of knowledge of private school football in the state of Texas. We will see. Um, just another, just something whenever you're looking at this, it's ridiculous. And I'm a broken record. It is ridiculous how much top end talent there is in Texas private school. I mean, it's insane. Oh, yeah. Just we were, we were making the big board yesterday and the day before and just the the more I went down and the more names I found, it was just crazy how many power five athletes are in Texas private school. It's crazy, but there still has to be a better team when it's all said and done. And we're going to figure out who's that will be at the end of the draft. So some quick stipulations, how the draft's going to work. Well, first of all, I don't think we've even run this by Walker, but I'm proposing a snake draft. So whoever basically, because I think that makes it more fair. So whoever gets the first pick gets the first pick and then, the next person gets picks two and three, okay. and then wait. No, two yeah, and yeah, three. yeah. You two, three. Okay. I get four, five. You know, yeah. That's how it works. Yeah, that that is a snake draft. Okay, so I it's been a long time since I've done that. I've had to <laughs> I've had to think about it, but yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, we're gonna do a snake draft. There's going to be there's going to be. So it's a little bit murky. There's going to, it's going to be an 11 on 11 team. We're going to draft one player at each spot with the exception of quarterbacks and running backs, just because there's only, only one of those. So we're going to have a backup quarterback and a backup running back, but basically just to simplify things, it's going to be an 11 on 11 team. We're drafting starters and yeah, I mean, Walker, anything, anything else to add regarding the stipulations? Uh, What are the, what? Uh, I guess, I guess we'll do it. What we'll do is after this we'll put them we'll make a graphic of it and we'll put it out on social media and y'all will vote and so go to our socials so, you know follow our socials we'll post it there and y'all can vote who has the better team and we'll do it like that i think that's a good way to do it and the winner gets what <laughs> i didn't even think about that um i don't know uh winner buys winner buys um george buys losers lunch in waco yeah okay Cool. Walker, Ryan Schroeder owes me owes me a owes me a meal in George's. I completely forgot about that until now. He does. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a Ryan whenever this comes out and you see it. You you owe me lunch at George's. I for, was that the Grace was that the Grace uh, uh, legacy bet? I think so. I think one of, one of, it was the, it was either that, that or it was Coram Deo legacy. I don't know. I, I've I've beaten Ryan like three separate times this <laughs> this year, but that's neither here nor there. Me and Walker Lot are competing for a lunch at George's. 
whenever we meet at the end of June for seven on seven. Hopefully this will be out before then. Yeah, next week. But that that'll be next week. That's crazy. It, <laughs> time time flies. Yep. But yeah, so drafting an eleven on eleven team. Um, I think I'm just I'm you, still just stalling because I don't know if I'm. Do I'm you want to? Okay. Do you want to do like heads or tails, and I'll let you call it heads or tails, and you get to choose if you want to go first or second. How's that? Okay. Um, I'm calling. I'm calling heads. Hey Siri, heads or tails? It is tails. Okay. What are you gonna do? All right. I'll go second. Yeah, it's, that's what I was going to do. Oh, now I have a choice because I don't know. With the first overall pick in the Texas Private School Podcast Mock Draft, mm. West Hollison selects Max Granville from Fort Bend Christian Academy. Wow. I mean, I, I mean listen, yeah, it, it was – I didn't know if I was going to take a defensive end, but it's kind of the, it's kind of the Miles Garrett factor. Granville is so good. I've been on him for so long, and he's just he's the best edge prospect I've seen in a long time. I want somebody that's screaming off the edge. Granville checks all the boxes, and most importantly, like I've said before. Right. He plays his best when the light's the brightest. He doesn't disappear in big games. That's I know true. my team's game against Walker Lott's team is going to be a big game. I want Max Granville screaming off the edge. Mm. That was really good. I love that pick. That's a really, really I, good I, pick. I had to I had to take it. There we go. So that's that's number one overall, Max Granville. He can now he can add that to his resume that he was the first overall pick in the TXPS draft. I agree. I think what am I gonna do now? That's a, I mean, that's a great pick. I mean, there's no, there's no one quite like him. And I saw he was at the A and M camp the other day. Shout out, shout out the Grand Bulls going to Adam Agaland. He was balling out. Uh, okay. Hmm. I think I'm gonna go in the trenches as well. And with my second, with the second pick in the draft, I'm gonna go. The parish man himself, Caleb Mitchell Irving. Uh, I'm going to go a guy who has a lot of versatility. And, you know, I a guy like that where he can play a three-tech, he can play edge, he can, if you want him as a one-tech, you can, he can honestly play whatever on the defensive line is something I value a lot. And with the offers he has, 30-plus, I mean, come on, man. He's not bad at all. So that will be my second pick, a very versatile defensive lineman. So that's that's fair. That honestly, I I don't I have a lot of defensive linemen. I might have just skipped over Caleb Mitchell Irving, but I, I'm content with that. I don't I don't I think my team. You didn't steal anyone that I was thinking of. I like so. I. We'll see. And then on the other side. Oh God, I forgot you get two in a row. <laughs> I'm nervous now. I'm going to go I'm going to go I'm I need my future. I need the future protected. No. And then with that, I'm going to go quarterback. I need the franchise a starter. And with that, I'm going to go Sawyer Anderson with my sec third overall pick. Sawyer the Right now is probably the best quarterback in all of Texas private school. Uh, he has years to grow, years of experience. And you know what's also better? 
he has the championship mindset. He already has one, two. He knows how to win. And at the end of the day, that's what you want in a quarterback, a guy who knows how to win. Sawyer Anderson, my number three overall pick. Let's go, Sawyer. Let's ride. So, um, yeah, with that reaction, you definitely can't tell who I was taking at quarterback. That's um, it's upsetting. I have backup plans in place, but uh, Sawyer Anderson was far and away my first choice. I'm going to have to do some scrambling to do some research. Um, however, he wasn't my second overall pick. Who mm. so I agree. I thought you were going a different direction. I also, I'm going with the future, but I'm more with going for the guy that's going to protect the future. Mm, yeah. I want tackle Bennett Warren out of Fort Bend Christian Academy. He, um, was my, he was my other one. Yep. Yep. I mean, I have to, how, how could I not Bennett Warren emerging as one of the, the star recruits in the class of 24 yep. offered by every big name you can think of his final four or is what Michigan and M O U and uh, Tennessee. I think so. It's something like that. I know we got the first three right, but I mean, he's a mountain of a man. He's going to protect whoever I have um, mm -hmm. at, at quarterback, which is incredibly important to me. And also he's going to get active in the run game. You don't know what my philosophy is regarding the run game, but it'll become more clear as the draft goes on. But yeah, um, I, I knew, I knew that I was going to put a high priority at that, at that tackle spot, whether it's left or right. And Bennett Warren, checks all the boxes for me. So my first two picks, my first two picks are two guys from Fort Bend Christian Academy. So, I mean, you can say what you want, but I, I think those are two of the best options to get it done. I love Bennett. I mean, he's a great pick who, who six, eight long arms, very athletic. I mean, what more do you want in an offensive tackle? So, all right, what's your back? What's your next pick? I completely forgot that. Um, <laughs> I completely forgot that I get another pick here. Um, Mm, okay. So my my third overall pick. I'm going to go. And I don't know if you're expecting this. I'm gonna go to the other side. I'm gonna go Will Scott from Trinity Valley. Wow. Wow. I'm gonna go. I know. I'm gonna I take mean, him. That's two six eight offensive tackles back to back. I mean, what I mean, that's wow. Okay. Wow, that's and, and a lot of this I'm putting because I've never I've never seen Will Scott live. I've seen his film and I'm very impressed by it. I'm putting it's a lot of stock in what I'm putting a lot of stock in what you say, right. which is how good he's appeared. And on the film says it all. I was really it, it was going to come down to him or Charlie Humphreys from Cistercian, and I yeah. I just took a I took a gut decision. I went Will Scott. Um, I would have been happy with either of those, but that was one of my priorities was getting those two absolute mountains at my tackles to protect whoever I'm going to take at quarterback. Now. I respect that. I respect that. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. I think we got to go trenches, man. I think we, I gotta, I gotta combat you a little bit there. I got my franchise quarterback, but I think. You know, you know, sometimes even when you're doing your fantasy football drafts, you don't try to dry you don't draft a quarterback really high. You usually have to right. wait to a little bit. But when there's a Pat Mahomes and something like that on the board, you gotta take the Pat Mahomes kind of early. And that's what I okay. think of that's what I think of um Mr. Anderson. Completely agree. All right. Four. I'm gonna go my first pick. 
I'm going to go a guy that Mr. Anderson knows a lot and very well, Sam Liu from Parish Episcopal, one of the probably the best guard inner guard in the senior class for Texas private school. Uh, Sam Liu is a mauler, our offensive lineman for D1 last year. I mean, what more do you want? So uh, he is going to be a stud for this offensive line. And on the other side, I'm that gonna... is interesting. I'll say really quickly, you going with uh, you going with the guard before you're getting a tackle. Is there is there any reason for that? I think I want the best of the best, and I think he is one of the best. He is the best inner guard maybe in private school next year. So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, me, you know, you took the number one probably offensive tackle off the board. So I'm going to take the number one guard off the board. A if it's a Quentin Nelson, I mean, you you want Quentin Nelson on your squad, you know, type of thing. So I mean. He 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 bolsters your offensive line when he is able to pull. He can play multiple positions if needed. I could go down the line of why Sam Lee was, you know, one of the most valuable assets on the offensive line at private school. So, uh, because of that, I'm going to go to the other side of the trenches again and boast all my defensive line. I'm going to go Michael Anthony Okura from Houston St. Mm. Thomas. Uh, you know, you have the edge rush of Granville, maybe not as fast, but as strong and just just dominant will be Michael Anthony Cooler off the edge. I mean, he is a dog and him and Mitchell Irving on one defensive line. That's a bad day for any offensive line. That's a, that's a mean combination. I will give you that. Uh, see, it's just now it's it, the, the game within the game is me trying to think of how, how valuable these guys are to you because there's some guys that, I don't think you're going to take that, that I need really badly. So I'll leave them for a second, but there's some guys I think that you'll have your eye on that. I want to take really quickly. So it's just like a, it's a big game of prisoners dilemma. I'm really, I'm, I'm curious with where I'm going to go here. Okay. So with my, with my fourth and fifth picks with the fourth pick, I'm going, yeah, I'm going with class of 24, Maybe the best overall player in the class, wide receiver, Speedy Nettles. Um, I what can I say? And the thing is, also a stipulation I forgot to mention is a lot of these guys play both ways. For the guys that play both ways, you can draft them to play either position. But once they're drafted, another guy can't draft them to play. So you're position. you're drafting Speedy at corner or receiver? It receiver. I want Speedy at receiver. Okay. Um, that might just be, I mean, I, I played both, but I, I favored receivers. So that might be the receiver in me talking. I've also seen Speedy take a lot of, he's too, he's too much of a playmaker offensively for me to not put him at receiver. Um, I think he, I think he makes a case for the best receiver in private school and as well as the best skill player in private school. So yeah, Speedy Nettles has to be my fourth overall pick. And now for my fifth pick, I already have a receiver. Um, I can't believe this one guy's still on the board, and I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to snatch him up. Mm. Okay. <sighs> I'm stuck. I don't know who I'm going to take. Okay, four. For my next pick at running back, I'm taking Johan Cardenas from Houston St. Thomas. Yeah, I, I didn't. I legitimately, I, I, I had planned to take 
Clayton Sebecki because I didn't think Johan was going to be on the board this long. And I was just yeah. looking at my, I was looking at my top priorities and I was like, if, if Johan's still there, I gotta take Johan. Yeah. Um, I just said Speedy might be the best prospect, um, the best skill player in all private schools. If not him, then it's Johan. Uh, Johan might even make a bigger case for it. He's just an absolute freak. Every time I see a video of him bench pressing come on my timeline, I stop and I watch the entire thing because it's crazy how strong, how fast, how athletic he is. Um, best running oh. back are none. So I, I'm going to take Speedy Nettles and Johan Cardenas, two of the best skilled players in all private school. That hurts. That hurts. So bad. <laughs> well, is that who you were taking in your next round? Absolutely. Because the thing about it is, you base your team around a guy like Cardenas. Like if you if you're on your team, you're run heavy. But now, like I I might I might not be able to do that. You know. <laughs> and now that's the problem. Was I didn't take like. If I would have built my team around Johan, I would have taken guards already. I I I planned on being a, a sideline to sideline type runner, someone that get involved in the passing game, but I can't right. I can't pass up Johan that late. Oh, okay. We're in it. We're in a predicament. Okay. <laughs> All right. I have to go. I have to go skill position. I have to go skill position. So I'm gonna go one of the most impressive athletes I've seen live. From Houston St. John's, Cole Allen. So I think I think Cole is a dude, man, and he's versus Heil, which I love. And so I'm gonna put him at receiver to start out, but I mean he can play running back as well. And to pair with him, I'm gonna. Oh, this is so difficult. Shout out to my old <laughs> high school coach, Coach Kaysen. I'm picking your son, Elijah Kaysen. Uh, out no. Of no. So. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm giving Saul your weapons on weapons. That's all I'm going to let him do. Speed, athleticism, and versatility. That's what I'm getting in Cole. And I'm getting his speed, athleticism, route running. One of the best receivers in private school, Elijah Kaysen. I mean, what more do you want, Saul? You're, you're welcome. I'm so upset, dude. I I literally just said it on one of the Instagram stories before we started recording. Kaysen in in my half of the spring tour, Elijah Kaysen was probably the most impressive guy that I saw. He he's fast, he catches everything, he's quick. Dallas First Baptist has a wealth of riches at receiver, and I'm so very upset that you took Kaysen from me. However, I've I've still got a lot of guys that I think are underrated at receiver. Yeah, no doubt. There's a lot fast. of, there's a lot of dudes on that receiver board. Wh whoever, it, it really doesn't matter who we get at receiver. Cause at the end of the day, we're both, we're both going to have really good receivers. Right. But that being said, okay. So let me, let me see. You took, you took Elijah case and Cole. God, Cole Allen's so good too. It's, it's funny. Cause I just but, got what I thought were the two best skill guys in, in private school. And you followed up with two guys that are almost just as good as both of them. Yep. So okay, so I now have two more picks. Um, a lot of my strategy's been thrown to the wind at this point. Um, I'm trying to think of guy. I'm still trying to think of guys that are going to come up on your radar. Um, you know, you're you're really in tune with with the trenches, and I don't ah. think there's 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 a couple guys on here I can't leave for much longer. One of those being uh being Porter Nix from Dallas Christian. Um, Porter is Porter recently offered by, by air force. He got an army offer just recently. Didn't he? It was another service.
Academy. Porter Nix, I've spoken at length in several videos of how underrated he is. Maybe coincidental, right after I released that video, he gets two or three D1 offers. Um, Porter's a he's he's a mauler, like we said several times. Um, I think there's a he's got a lot of Palmer Nix in him. And if you're old enough to remember Palmer Nix playing in high school, you'll know that's about the highest compliment I can give somebody. I want Porter Nix on my interior. I want two guys that are going to be absolute bowling balls on the interior, just ripping to get after the quarterback. And um, because of that, with my next pick, I'm going to take another interior defensive lineman with Ivan Jimmy Ducksworth. Oh! Um, you, were, okay. were you thinking of him? Okay. Jimmy, I, hey, that dude's a dog. 600-pound deadlift, man. You got just I know. strength. That's a big reason for it because whenever I'm deadlifting like I'm deadlifting like 370 and I'm like, this is heavy. And I'm thinking I and Jimmy Ducksworth is deadlifting 600 pounds. <laughs> but I, I turned on his film this morning before I put him on my priorities list and I just saw him. It's just the explosiveness and a guy that his size should not have. You know, he gets he gets overlooked a little bit because of how good Max Granville is on that defensive line. Jimmy Ducksworth shouldn't get overlooked. He is ridiculously talented. Fort, Fort Bend Christian, we haven't talked about a whole lot because they haven't gotten a lot of guys in this offseason. The guys that they have there, you forget, already won a state championship. Jimmy Ducksworth is part of it. I want him on my team. So that's going to round out my defensive line walker. Oh, you know, no, I've still got – well, three – Three of the guys. I've got two interiors at Nixon, IJD, and then I've got Max Granville on the edge. So out of like my six picks so far, three of them are Fort Bend guys. Mm-hmm. Well said. All right. All right. I'm going trenches as well. I have to beep up, beef up. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm beefing up another guard. I'm going. Uh, Houston H-Town with Joshua Moses from Houston Legacy <laughs> Sports of whatever school science. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't even think of this. The Legacy guy. I'm not. I'm only doing one. I'm not. We, because that okay. team is absolutely loaded. Uh, I'm going to go that. And he is going to be the best interior offensive lineman prospect in t- 2025. And it's going to be Joshua Moses. Um I mean, you gotta you gotta use your brain, Wes. You gotta use your brain. Know the. The schools. thing is, I was looking. I was looking at all these. I was looking at all these schools whenever I was doing research for the big board, and I would like skipped over like ten sports sciences guys. So we don't really cover TCAL like that. They're technically TCAL, aren't they? I don't know, but I mean, <laughs> I, I've you know what? I've covered him live. I've watched him at camps. I have a little bit of experience with him. I think he's a really really good player. Uh, with that, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go another interior prospect. I think, you know, one that I'm really happy about is what I always say, the best offensive center in all of private school, Anthony Pellerin. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're gonna, we're going to have the best interior offensive line in all of private school this year with three guys who know, have experience, and are strong, fast, and physical. I mean, what more do you want in a, an interior offensive line? You might, gotta, you might have gotten the tackles, Wes, but I, I got the big three in the middle. See that was that was my strategy. I was gonna stack up on the tackles and then then figure out the guards later. But then I got now I have Johan and uh, I'm just gonna say if any of them get through, Johan can shake one or two of them off and just just live with that. Which yep. now that I'm or I'm not sorry that would be defensive lineman. I'm losing my mind. Anyways, now looking at okay, I just took Porter and IJD last. Who am I needing? Um. 
Yeah, two interiors and an edge. What else? What do you else? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to the defensive side of the ball, and okay. it's really, it's, it's between, mm, it's between two linebackers that I'm looking at right now. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 25 Parker Meese from Parish Episcopal. Um, I, I was looking at, well, I won't give away the other guy I was looking at, but you can probably guess, but I mean, just an absolute weapon for Parrish. I want, I want a linebacker that not only will come up and hit you in the mouth, but is also smart enough to make the right reads and do the right thing every single time. I think that's Parker Meese. I think that's going to be a great weapon for our squad. Um, and for my next pick, I'm going to take. I'm going to take JD Crisp, a wide receiver from Houston Second Baptist. Oh. Um, it, 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 it might seem it might seem a little high. We've got him in our athletes um, tab on the big board, so he can really do anything you want. I was looking at Crisp because I was thinking I was trying to think of a free safety that I was going to use. So I try. I went to Crisp's huddle and I was like, let me see what what uh what he looks like at free safety again, so I can guess. And I just saw clip after clip of him mossing people. And I was yeah. like, you know what? JD Chris is going to be a great counterpart to Speedy Nettles on, on the on my wide receiving core. That's a good point. So yeah, I've that that's the second receiver off the board being JD Crisp and also first linebacker in Parker Meese. So let's add that to the tally. I let's just take a quick intermission. I, I'm happy with how my team is rounding out so far. Walker Lot, what are your thoughts? I love my team. I got really good interior guys. Two uh, a versatile weapon in Cole Allen, and it just a true, just monster receiver in Elijah Kaysen, and the best <laughs> and the best quarterback in private school. I mean, what more do you want? That's very fair. All righty, all right, back to me, I guess. Um, I need I need to uh, I need to uh, I need to call my defensive coordinator. One second. <laughs> Let me see. What do you need? You need linebackers. You need DBs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna and guess you you're going you, linebacker. You don't like West's team either. I agree. Um. Tell him he's a moron. You don't know this. Um. You don't know him. Um, I know. I know who you're going with. I'm gonna write it down on a whiteboard. Oh, are you? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go. Hang on, let me let me write it down and see if I get it right. Mm, okay. I don't know. All right. Oh, okay. Are we doing this? Okay. Um I'm I don't know, man. Why uh, did you what was the call with your defensive coordinator then? Because I need to talk through my picks. I'm going to go. I I need I need a run stopping uh no actually I yeah I want a guy who's very athletic is can run sideline to sideline and I'm going to go a guy that just transferred into Parish and Caleb Bowers from Plano Prestonwood oh, Never mind I'm going to erase my answer cuz I don't want you to take him mm, So because of with all of my run stopping interior defensive linemen I need something that can balance that and a guy like Caleb Bowers can definitely do that. Um, I mean, what more do you want in a sideline to sideline linebacker? 
And with that, I'm going to secure my, my secondary. I'm going to go a guy with who had 12 interceptions last year, Kevin Dodd. No. I thought I could get a couple more rounds before we started going at secondary. I need I need a guy who has ball IQ. He has football IQ. He has route running IQ. Knows knows where to need to be. And with my defensive line causing so much chaos, he'll be a perfect fit to just catch interception on interception all year. Thank you, Kevin Dodd. Okay, well, I got to take Kevin Dodd off of my list. That's I'm surprised you haven't stolen more guys of mine. But Kevin Dodd was my first safety off the board. And I was just I, I was trying to wait until until maybe round twenty before we got there. But you know, sa- safeties are interesting to do, right? Because you they're you know it's hard to predict them. But a guy like you know Kyle Hamilton last year in the draft, where you you just got to get him in the first round. Kevin Dodd is that type of guy. Yeah, yeah, I. I should have taken him, but okay. Let me see who else is on the board that I think that you're going to go grab. Uh, you know, here's a guy that I can't believe hasn't gotten taken off the board yet at a wide receiver, a wide receiver. Number three, I'm going to take from Liberty Christian Argyle, Brady Janusek. Um, Maybe. I'm saying this about every guy that I say. Brady Janusek statistically outside of speed, he might have had the best season out of anyone um, at the wide receiver position. Um, oh. He was an absolute. He was an absolute freak. Was that what you were? Were you about to? I was about thinking, to go with him. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of him. Uh, he was one of my guys. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts. Yeah, Janusek's a freak. I mean, we the amount of times that we said his name on the podcast last year was absolutely ridiculous. But but yeah, I mean, with now with receivers, Speedy and Edels, JD Crisp, and Brady Janusek, I'm I'm very, very confident with that. Yeah. Um oh, I'm very heavily debating um taking another receiver off the board. No, I think I, I think I can get that guy for value later. Um, oh, okay, okay. But you know, I'm going to finish out my defensive line. And, you know, I compared Max Granville to Miles Garrett, but part of what made Miles Garrett so good was Deshaun Hall on the other side. Mm. You couldn't completely shift Miles Garrett every single time because Deshaun Hall would tear you up. So that's always right. something that's very important to me is having two incredibly talented edge rushers. One can be the quote-unquote star, but the other one has to be good enough that that he, he shifts the focus away. And Walker, I don't know if you were thinking of this guy, so your guy might still be on the board. I'm going to take Max Saul from Liberty Christian. Wow, I like that pick. And that's going to be a pick that not a lot of people will, will even come to mind. It wouldn't have come to my mind until I watched him at right. Liberty Spring Ball this past year. He was an absolute force. It is so hard to get your hands on him and lock him up. And I think... Everyone's going to be so focused on Granville that he's going to have some opportunity just to absolutely tear off the edge. I want Max Saul at my other defensive end spot, and that will round out my defensive line. Wow. Um. Okay. Wow. Okay. But I need to think this through. Golly, I need I need two two guards in the center really badly. All right, I'm going to go now. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bring two guys in that just have the juice to the team. And and one of them is going to be linebacker Tyler Day from Houston St. Thomas. 
I need oh. some energy on my team. I need some, and I need a good interior linebacker. And Tyler Day will be that guy for me. Um, I really like his game, man, and I I'm very excited to have him on my squad. I'm gonna run like a four three defense, and he will be one of my interior linebackers. And I really really like him, man. He's a really really good player, and so uh, Tyler Day will be one of my guys. And then the second dude. I'm going to pick him after seeing him in person the other day. I'm going to pick another Houston guy, Jordan Ellie Stewart from Houston, Houston Christian. 6'2", 10'7", 10'6", 100-meter dash, just pure athlete at the corner position. It will be a lockdown corner for us, this team. I got a safety. I got a corner. I mean, what more do you want for this squad? I like that a lot. Those are two very good picks. Um, hmm. Okay, let me do some cleaning up of this board. Uh, okay, who do I have left that I could need? I'm just out of pure laziness gonna gonna skip the guards in the centers until the end. Um, I'm you know what I'm gonna take the guy. Oh, actually, I did spell his name right. I'm gonna take the guy that I thought you were gonna pick because I need another linebacker before you're gonna take another one off the board. I'm gonna take Mr. the absolute stopper from Prestonwood Christian Hudson Lunsford that's probably mirrored so you probably have no idea what that says but Hudson Lunsford um Lunsford was the guy who I was deciding between before I took Parker Meese um another guy who's who I turned on his film while I was eating my ego waffles this morning and it's so much fun to watch it's so much fun to watch Pieces of frozen waffle fell out of my mouth when I was watching his clips just because he absolutely smacks people. It's ridiculous. And you can go back and see right now why it took me so long to pick Parker Meese because I was like, I, I was fully convinced Lunsford was going to be gone by the time I got back around to this point. And uh, yeah, dude, he's he he's an absolute freak. Um, He has to be the second guy in my linebacking core. I mean, that's and. Deadly. And another uh, in another universe when Parker Meese stays at Preston with Christian, though, that would have been the two back. Him, Meese, and uh Bowers would have been a, the deadliest linebacking trio ever in private school. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's not even a debate. Um okay. So with uh, I, I knew I I knew he wasn't gonna be around the next time that I got back to him. Um you know what? I'm gonna do it. Um okay. So with my next pick, I'm taking class of 25 Liberty Christian linebacker CJ Witten. Mm. But I'm not playing him at linebacker. I'm playing him at strong safety. Okay. I like I want that. one one of one of my, my quote unquote quote unquote defensive philosophy is it's offense. I've got like like 13, like a 13 word sentence. I've got one sentence with defense. It's safeties that will knock you out. I want two safeties that are going to put you into a coma. And that's why I'm taking, I'm taking um, outside linebacker CJ Witten and moving him to strong safety because one of his best assets is his speed. Um, I know that's why Texas private school football guy likes him so much. Why he rated him number one in the 2025 class, even over Parker Meese was because of his what, like 10, five, five, 40, maybe he's a 10, nine, yeah. somewhere in between there. I mean, just for a sophomore linebacker running that fast is ridiculous. And I watched his film. Um, he's got great hands. He's got an elite ability to read plays. I think he would do perfectly at strong safety. He's a fantastic linebacker. But on my team, my priority is safeties that are going to kill you. And that's why I want C.J. Witten playing strong safety. 
That's a really good pick. It's funny. I had him on my on my priorities at linebacker and at safety, depending on how the draft went. So now I can just delete him off linebacker really quickly. I respect that. Um, all right. I'm gonna take oof, I don't know. We'll see. Let me look. Um I need a hoss. I need I need a dude that will like you said that's just gonna hit some people. And I'm gonna take Jacob Manord from Fort Worth Trinity Valley. Oh, I can't believe I didn't have him. Was he on the big board? He is on the big board, baby. Gosh darn it, I missed. He him. is a dog. I want to see how many tackles did that dude have last year? Like 140, I think, in a SPC schedule. That is disgusting. Uh, yeah, 140 tackles, 86 solo, two forced fumbles, and also can play. He can also play like H back for me as well if he wants to. Um, but yeah. Jacob Manor is an absolute dog. He fills up my linebacking court of a guy who can just be a run stopper in the middle. Tyler and him are going to be there with Caleb Bowers just being an absolute specimen all around my defense. I mean, that athleticism, just strength, IQ, that's what you want in a linebacking core. So I'm going to take those three dudes. And then my other position, I'm going receiver. Who else I have slot? I, I, I'm very confident you're not going to take my guy away from me. I have oh, I have athleticism. I have versatility. I have speed route running. I kind of need a different guy, like a different guy. A guy can go up and get it. A guy who can go moss on people, has some height advantage on him. I need a big body. You can go up and get it, can catch anything. I'm going to go Caleb Mitchell from Dallas First Baptist. I need a big presence on the outside, a guy who can has the great route running, but also can do many things. Why not Caleb Mitchell, man? D one offered Caleb Mitchell. Let's go. Yeah, I that that's whenever you said a guy that can go up and get it, it's immediately what I thought of. He looked great in their practice. Um, between between him, Dominic Saidu, um, Elijah Kaysen, um, just all absolutely ridiculous. Very very talented players. Was that your? Let me see. How many receivers was that for you? Was that three? That's, that's three and three. Okay. Uh, I don't know how much longer I can leave that guy on the board, but we'll see. Um, so let's see. I'm really gonna have to get some. Well, you have all of your, you have all of your, um, all of your centers and guards. So I'm gonna leave them for the time being. Um, that's why. That's why I haven't picked defensive line or tackle yet. <laughs> That's why I haven't picked a quarterback yet, just because I know everything's set in stone. So I'm really just focusing on the back end here. Um, oh, this is this is risky. Um, you know what? Yeah, with my last, with my final line, yeah, with my final linebacker, I'm gonna go with maybe the first class of 26 guy that we've taken. I'm taking Madden Morgan from Episcopal Bel Air. Oh, um, I, I, I want guys that are going to absolutely waylay you. I've made that clear. Um, maybe, and here, here's the thing. There are guys that look like Tarzan and play like Jane. Mad Morgan's not one of them. It's, it's Tarzan, Tarzan. I mean, he, I think he's poised for a really, really big sophomore effort. And I say that from watching him in practice, he's not some guy that's like a typical sophomore kind of standing in the back. Just quiet. He he's vocal. He's a leader already as a sophomore. I'm very excited to see what he does. And I want him, I want him as a third linebacker on that team. I want between Parker Meese, Hudson Lunford, Lunsford, and Mad Morgan. I, I I'm very confident with those linebackers. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think. Yeah, I still okay. So I have another pick. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm going to round out my safeties. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Caden Lehu from Grace Prep. Um, Lehu is another guy that, and remember, my defensive philosophy is is one sentence, six words: safeties that will knock you out. Caden Lehu will knock you out. And there's a clip on our Twitter if I can find it of Caden Lehu absolutely waylaying somebody. Not only that. His his ball hawking skills on offense translate seamlessly to the defensive side of the ball. He goes up, can pick anything. Um, yeah, so between Madden Morgan and Caden Lehu, I'm very, very pleased with getting those two guys this late in the draft. That's a great pick. We love Caden in this at this podcast. Um I'm having difficulties right now. <laughs> are you are you how are you feeling right now? Yeah, let's let's feel- time out time out. Like how how are we feeling today, man? How are we feeling? I feel I feel great to be honest. I um I I came into the I did a probably a little more work than I should have. I spent like I had to drop my mom off to get a rental car and I spent the hour and a half that that shouldn't have taken just doing more research on guys and trying to like specialize and prioritize my team. And I'm, I'm very happy with how that turned out. I've gotten the philosophy has changed. I will say getting Johan completely kind of shifted what I wanted to do with my team. Right, I didn't right, expect right. him to be there at that point, but you know, we'll see. I, I might just build the team and, and, make the priorities later what what are your thoughts with how it's gone so far i mean i'm very happy with how it's going um i'm trying to figure out a guy uh to really just just carry me to the next level to just kind of shock you make a make an interesting pick um and that's what i'm kind of doing right now uh all right i'm picking a dude this is this is an interesting one this is a this is kind of an out of the water pick, but this is kind of my dog pick and a guy you just need on your squad. I'm picking Rally Strode from Antonian Prep. I am I picking it. a guy that is he he'll go against the best, he'll one on one you, and he will not back down. And I love him for my uh, my second kind of corner safety spot. Uh, I mean, what more do you want in a guy? And he can also bring me some versatility, play receiver if he needs to, or he can play my punt returner, kick returner if he needs to as well. So, I mean, Riley Shrug is just my guy on defense, man. I was in an all state secondary player in the in D1 last year. I mean, come on, man. I mean, maybe the best bang for your buck you can get. Yep. So, that is my first pick. My second pick. Man, I'm gonna go. I'm giving uh Mr. Mr. Anderson another weapon. I'm gonna go Carter Bra from Austin Hyde Park. The superstar over there at Austin uh was one of the big pieces of why Austin Hyde Park had a really good year. He's he has he stands at a very impressive like six five, six six D1 offer tight end, six five, two twenty-five, just got an offer from Tulsa. I mean, we gotta. He's gonna be a dude for Mister Anderson, and I think that's gonna be a key piece of this team next year. Very nice, very nice. Okay, yeah, Riley Strode, Carter Bra. Carter Bra is a fantastic pick, by the way. I'm not super well versed in tight ends, so I, I go didn't, watch I the didn't tape. Even... Go watch the tape. Absolutely. Okay. Well, so let's see. So you have all your receivers. Mm. You have there's one DB left, so that logic tells me that's what I should focus on. Yeah, you know what? With with my next pick, I would like to take defensive back Reed Watkins from Fort Worth All Saints. Um, um he's a, just, he's a dude. 
just an absolute dude. So you Walker, I'll let you say a little bit. You saw him at Fourth All Saints practice. What are your thoughts on the Brock transfer? Oh, I mean, he is he like I think I said it in the uh, article we wrote. Like he that dude just has a different gear of athleticism. His acceleration is just uh, it puts that car into like third gear and he just goes, man. I it's it's disgusting. Um, so he's a great great addition to your squad. He's a guy I was really thinking about for my team uh, as a safety. Like he. He has great IQ, knows where it needs to be. When he needs to go, he goes, and he makes a play. And, uh, man, I, I think he is a really, really good athlete for sure. So, really good pick, really good pick. Oh, I, I thought so. I, I really like I really like Reed Watkins. I like this tape. I'm excited to see him in person. That's one guy that I really, really want to see, um, that I want to see play. Um, I'm going to go with my final with my final wide receiver. Mm. Um, with my last pick in this round, and that's going to be the former First Baptist Academy, now Bishop Lynch wide receiver, PJ Washington. Yep. Um, if Elijah Kaysen was the most impressive uh receiver that I saw on the spring tour, PJ was second, and it's not by a lot, it's 1A, 1B. Um, PJ was he, he's going to be the best receiver on Bishop Lynch, and he's going to be one of the best receivers in Division One, transferring up from Division Three, which is wild. But that's just that's how good PJ Washington is. I'm so excited to see how Legend Howell utilizes him in the past game. Um, he's a guy that I want on my squad. He's just very, very talented, and he's a guy that I left on the board for a while only because I thought I could get him with great value of this late in the draft. Fantastic athlete. I agree. Great, great pick. Um. To wrap up my defensive back side, uh, I'm pick a guy that I didn't know much about before the spring, and then watching him, and then going to watch the film, I'm very excited about Division One offered 2024 out of Fort Bend, Jordan Rogers at safety, um, six yep. two moves really well, has a nose for the football. I think he's going to be a key piece for this team uh, to help out with uh, in coverage where Kevin might be a little more ball ball hockey. I can have him in coverage and be very, very fine with him in the backfield. So uh, I think he's going to be a key piece for this team. So Jordan Rogers is my uh, first pick. I'm going to go running back. I haven't gone running back yet, so I'm going to go that there. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Clayton Sebecki from Grapevine Faith. The Air Force commit uh, is a great, great player, and I think he's going to be a key piece for my team. So give me Clayton Sebecki. I, I was scouting another guy. And I didn't even hear who you said, and that makes me upset because Clayton Sebecki was the running back that initially I was going to build my team around until I saw Johan there that late. Uh, I was going to use Clayton in the past game. I was going to yep. I was going to run him side to side. Now I've got to figure out another running back. Which six with, one runs a ten five five. Like come on, dude. He I, I watched his tape for the first time this morning. He's so fast, dude. He is so fast. And it, it makes sense to because he he kind of took over the role of a guy like John Raybuck, who is incredible in his own right. So how good does Clayton Sebecki have to be? It's ridiculous. Yeah. That grapevine, that grapevine backfield is going to be very good next year. Okay, so you so you have yours. Yep. Okay. So at at offensive guard, which kind of feels like cheating because I feel like he's more of a tackle. I'm going to take Nick Hughes from Central Catholic, which dude, underrated he's a, dog, man. He's absolutely. a dog, dude. That what is he like? He's 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 six four, two eighty. 
Um, and the only reason that I'm taking him is because he's he's listed at guard as well. So I'm I'm going to exploit the system. I want him at guard, but he's just I mean, like like you said, Walker. He's he's so incredibly underrated. Um, we talked a lot about about the defensive line or the offensive linemen before him that were so good protecting Silas. He he is so good as well. There's some dogs on that central um offensive line. Yep. But I'm taking Nick Hughes at guard. And you know what? I'll just I'll grab a center while we're at it. Um I mean I guess I'll uh yeah I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Nate Weber from Parish Episcopal is my center. Um that parish offensive line has been has been so good for as long as I can remember, and I really can't go wrong taking Nate Weber at center here. So I'm going to finalize my round with two interior offensive linemen. That'll leave me, I think, with one interior offensive lineman left, and we are rapidly approaching the end of the draft. Yep. Um, You see, I'm going to go – okay, this is, might be a little interesting, and um, but I, I'm going to do it. This might not be like if you're talking just number one running back on the board left available. I pr- he probably is not, but a guy that I need to fit my my second back as like a more of a tough runner. Remember a Keith Ford tap back in the day? Very well, number seven. Yep, I'm gonna bring God's will Giadorlor to my squad, and I think I he's love gonna be. That. I think he's going to be a guy that compares with Sebeki so well, where Sebeki's more of a fast and elusive. When you need a ground and pound inside the five-yard line and you need to score, you put in God's will, man. And I think he's going to be a key piece for the squad. It's lightning and thunder, just like cars. Lightning yep. and thunder. You got Sebeki. You got, I almost, I almost called him Ford. You got God's will, Giudolor. Yeah, he, God's will looked great at Bishop Lynch's practice as well. I, I can't. That That is such a good pick. Um... You know I, what? I, I we're still battling for for the special teams guy, and I'm just whoa, gonna whoa, I'm whoa, assu- whoa, whoa, whoa! I only have whoa, whoa. I only have I have one more pick. Okay, go ahead. And how dare you try to go against me? And I'm gonna pick our Taps Division Four Special Teams Player of the Year. No, times no. running. I gave Nick, it away. Yeah, Nick Angerstein. Come on, man. I gave uh, it away. Our first. Tell me, tell me you wouldn't have picked him if I didn't Absolutely say that. not. But that's the play. That's the game. The game's the oh. game. Oh, I jumped the gun, dude. Dude, I was so excited to be like, hi, you forgot about special teams. I'm going to take the undisputed best special teams player on the board. Sorry, Darn man. it. Okay, that um, makes me really upset. Um, but that actually gives me a fantastic opportunity to take um, to take a great player from Grace Community, and then I will not pass up. I'm going to take Blake Harmon, uh, the 25 from Grace Community. I think uh, Grace Community is is sneaky underrated at developed kicking talent. There's guys like Jacob Williams from from way far back that didn't go play anywhere, but he absolutely could have. There's obviously my good friend Alex Quintero, who is currently kicking, punting, and kicking field goals at Indiana. Um, Blake Harmon is going to be the next guy in that line. Also a great linebacker, but I, I'm really excited to see where he commits to because I know he's going to go somewhere to kick. Um, really long-winded way of saying I'm very excited to have Blake Harmon on my team, even though I just had an absolute meltdown over missing on <laughs> Nicholas Angerstein. But that okay, so that is one player for me. Let me see. I have 
I, I, I probably should go get a quarterback before you get a backup quarterback. Um, and this is where I'm in a really, really hard spot because yeah. there are three guys, in my opinion, that I could go after and could. be completely fine with. Um, and it kind of depends on how I want to build my team. Um, I'm going to go a little bit risky. I'm going to take Kelvin Ryan fourth, all the Saints. Um, I just, you, you turn on his tape. I initially was going to go with a pure pocket passer. So somebody like, somebody like Stephen Gill, somebody like Cole Welliver. Um, Sawyer Anderson was, was my, was my initial, um, target until you took him. Uh, Kelvin Ryan, even though he doesn't fit the mold of a pocket passer, that's not because he's not good with his arm. He's great with his arm, but he's almost as good with his legs. Um, that's why I think this is the best value pick at this point in the draft. Uh, Kelvin Ryan just turn on the tape, has a laser beam arm, can make plays with his legs, probably one of the most dynamic athletes on this entire board. Um, yeah. yeah, very, very, very happy to to get him this late in the draft. Dang. I was gonna. I was him. not about to let you have Sawyer Anderson and Kelvin Ryan on the same team. I don't know, man. You, it was about to be that way. It was. <laughs> um but it's okay. That's okay. We we keep moving. We keep moving. Um, who do I want? I I'm gonna go back to back defensive lineman here. And I have my my interesting thing is this is where do I put Mitchell Irving? Like I said, the one of the best defensive linemen in private school, but he's versatile. So do you want him on the inside? Do you want him on the outside? I don't know, because if I want him on the inside, then Okrua is one of my strong side defensive ends, or my weak side defensive end, maybe. I don't really know. One of my defensive ends, basically. And I'm going to say I want to go, I'm going to put Caleb Mitchell Irving on my other defensive end spot, and I'm going to go two beasts in the middle uh, to lock up anytime Johan can even run near him. Um, I'm going to go Jack Harwell from TCA Addison, oh. and I'm going to go Keller Patterson from Fort Worth All Saints. Just, That's so good. That is two beasts in the middle, and I'm going to lock up my defensive line right there uh, with those two guys, man. I mean, what more do you want from two absolute hosses in the middle? I really can't believe I forgot about Jack Harwell and let him slip that late in the draft. He's so good. And Keller Patterson that late too is absolutely ridiculous. It is. You know, it's an yeah. absolute wealth of of riches in private school football to get guys like that this late. Oh, Josh Jung just hit a two-run home run. Let's go, young Rangers. Time? Young time? Young time. I just said Jung. Yeah, young. Young time. Anyways, um, okay, so I need a backup quarterback, a backup running back, one last guard, and a defensive back. So let's take care of the defensive back first. And a guy that I let sit for a long time because I knew I don't he's not even on our on our normal big board, I think. Let me see. Oh, he is on our big board. Okay. So I'm gonna take with my last defensive back slot a guy that led that I think no, cause cause Kevin led taps and interceptions, but I think this guy was either tied with him or right behind him. That's Rayvon Robinson from Bishop Dunn. He was, um uh... I a guy you're not going to think of because he's not super physically imposing, 
but he is an absolute ball hawk. He is a guy that you're going to put on the other team's best receiver and say, take care of him. And then that team's not going to throw to him. And if they do throw to him, it's going to get picked off. Um, I really like Ravon Robinson. Um, I'm excited to see what he does in District 2 this year. Um, I think under under Keith's defense, he's going to be fantastic. So I have a question. Hmm. Who is your second corner? My second corner? Um, Reed Watkins. I'm putting him at corner. Okay. Um, my my safety is strong safety, CJ Witten. Free safety is Caden Lahue. And then Reed and Ravon are, are – I think Reed probably plays – or yeah, I think Reed probably plays free safety for all saints. Yeah, probably. I think, but I, I'm going to put him at corner just because I, I like having Caden okay. and CJ. C, CJ kind of throws a wrench in everything. I've got an, I've got an outside linebacker playing in my secondary, but that's exactly how I want it. So <laughs> fair enough. I, I love it. That was my, that was my joker card for this draft is taking CJ and putting him at safety. But that. was that, no, I've got, I've got one more, don't I? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yes. So. Okay. So for my last, um, actually, um, let me see. Um, this is interesting. You know what? For my backup quarterback, I'm going to take Jack Luke Carney. Um, I, bro, I real take it, yes. bro. <laughs> Are you gonna take it? Yes. <laughs> Oh, oh, dude, I was looking at like three me. other names on this list, and I was okay. like, "Okay, I, I, I want just an absolute. I want an absolute athlete in there." So Carney, Carney's kind of like Kelvin Ryan in that he's got a great arm. I know, but I know. Whereas, where whereas where people understand how fast Kelvin Ryan is, people don't understand how fast Luke. Carney I is. know, dude. He is. He moved. Plus, he just got. He just got tested. Um. He just got tested yeah. at this combine. All right, he, he put a hang on. You can we, we can we can cut out until I find it. Carney put out a tweet um, titled "Making a Strong Case for the Most Athletic Class of Twenty Five Quarterback in the Country." He's got a four three six shuttle, a thirty seven inch vertical, a four six six forty, one hundred and seventeen inch broad jump, a two eighty five bench, four hundred five squat. Um, yeah, I don't know um, what Luke Carney's been eating and and lifting, but the answer to both of those questions is a lot. So that's why I want Luke Carney, who's turned himself to an absolute weapon this offseason. Um, I know that's a great pick just because seeing Walker's reaction to my pick lets me know that. But I, I'm I'm very excited to have have Luke Carney and Kelvin Ryan, the, the best quarterback room um, in the state, if I do say so myself. That hurts. That hurts. <laughs> because I needed like a little bit of a like elusive, like a little bit of a dual threat type of guy because all your – Sawyer is one of the best pure pro- – he is the best pure passer in probably private school. So uh, I need a little bit of versatility, so I was thinking Luke. Uh, I'm okay with that. Totally fine with that. You don't see me complaining. So um, I'm going to go one of the best triple jump guys in the ab- the whole entire country and one of the best athletes in the country in Carson Gordon. Uh he brought them to the state championship last year. He's probably going to do it again this year. I think he's one of the best athletes in the country, man. Uh, Carson Gordon, man. Welcome to the squad. And so that will be my first pick. My second pick is, uh, I guess we're, we're we're coming down to the final wire, huh? Uh, really uh, tackle. I need a tackle. All right. Uh, okay. Jalen Beckley from TCA Addison. 
I mean, offered everywhere in the country. Uh, he's blowing up on the recruiting trail, and he'll be one of the best offensive tackles in all of private school and the state in 2025. So I'll gladly have him on my squad. Yeah, I, I've said it 35 times, but that's also crazy that a guy like him falls that low in the draft because there's so much talent here. But, yeah, those are two great picks. Um, So I have for – now we're into the final picks. I don't know how you only have one – wait, do you have another pick left? Yeah, I have – I'll have to have one more pick. Oh, yeah, because you – I got first – Yes. Uh, anyways, whatever. Um. Okay, so I have – we're down to our final picks. I have a running back and an offensive guard. For the first guard – I'm not going to overthink it. I'm going to go with the same strategy. Um, Parrish has had such a great core of offensive linemen, especially interior offensive linemen. Um, I want Jacob Bacano, um at my last offensive guard spot. Just so talented, created so many running lanes for any running back you put back there. Uh, with, with that final piece, I'm very confident that although going up against a very formidable defensive front that Johan Cardenas is going to have so, some clear lanes, some great opportunities to get out in the open field, because once he does, it's goodbye. But for speaking of running backs, for my last running back spot, oh, this mm, this is only confusing to me because I had I built my hypothetical team around Clayton Sebecki, and now I'm trying to think. Okay, yeah. So since I've got, well, I can't just call I can't just call Johanna Bruiser because he's huge and he's fast. Yeah, but I'm going to take kind of the thunder and lightning strategy, even though Johan's both of those combined. I'm going to take the lightning. I'm going to take the best player in in SBC three A, and he could make a case for all of SBC. Uh, the class of 25, Dean Calhoun from the John Cooper School. Um, like Dean it. is lightning. He's lightning in a bottle. He's fast, 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 quick, quick, quick. Um, yeah, I, I think even with the massive amounts of turnover that John Cooper has had from last year to this year, Dean Calhoun is going to be a staple in that offense, and he's going to have ample opportunity to shine, which is why I want him on my squad in my running back room, and I think a very, very fitting final pick to round out my team. I respect that. Uh, for me, I'm going to go Ian Bothwell for my last pick from Fort Worth All Saints. The 6'6 offensive tackle. I mean, he's a mauler. He's going to be a great, great piece, and he's going to be one of the best offensive tackles in private school next year. And he's a Fort Worth boy. What more do you want? So uh, that Absolutely. is going to round out my team. I thought, Wes, you want to do like, like, you know, like undrafted free agent. Like we pick up, like we get to pick five, like guys, five guys, and we get 30 seconds. To just you get 30 seconds to pick and we just go back and oh, forth gosh. five guys. Okay. You want to go first? Sure, I, rock, I, I, I rock with it. Um okay. you can you can go first. Okay. I'm setting the stopwatch now. All right. I want I want oh my gosh. I want I want defensive lineman. I want uh I don't know. I don't really know. I want Colin Nicholson from ESD. That's fair. I can't believe I can't believe he got left off. Okay. Um, for my here, let me let me set the timer real quick. I, Actually, I don't it. even I... need it. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. I won't even need that much time for my free agent pick. I want Quentin Brown from Liberty Christian Argyle. Great pick. Great pick. All right. Uh, all right. Thirty seconds go. I want. Um, 
I want I want Braylon Thompson from Episcopal. That's who Dang I want. It. Yeah, he was. I was absolutely going to take him. Actually, not next, but the third pick. Yeah, because the third guy I'm going to take is Dominic Sidhu Robinson from Dang First it. Baptist. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> I can't again another guy I cannot believe you can't um, got got left this late just because he, he's more it's just because he's so young yeah it's I mean, just because he, he's young if, if this draft was happening in two years or in a year he'd be a top five pick dang it man <laughs> all right um so wait so that was that's that's been two for both of us right yes okay. yes um all right all right all right Man, okay. Um dang, bro. Um I need some speed off the edge to come versatile guy. I'm gonna bring me Nathan LaPerry from PCA. I like that very much. Um okay, start the timer. All right, let reset. me think. All right. Oh yeah, I want yeah, I want the guy right above him. I want Devontae High from Dallas Christian. Dump truck absolute, high? D- dump truck. Devontae dump truck high. Absolute, absolute monster. Mm, very good pick. Very good pick. All right. Uh, all right. All right. Clock is going. Okay. Um. Man, this is difficult. Um. <laughs> I need a receiver. I need a receiver. Uh. Oh. Give me Dougie Daughter from Fort Worth All Saints. Oh, gosh darn it. Money. Wait, I'm trying to think now. Who is my who is my third pick? Uh or my second you... pick. I got Quentin Brown, Devontae High. Yeah, oh, yeah I got Dominic Sadu. Oh yeah. yeah. I think you did. I think you did Quentin Brown first then. Yeah, I went Quentin Brown, Dominic Sadu, Devontae High. Okay. For my fourth guy. Okay, we can start the, the timer now. Let's go. Um Okay. Uh, I want Charlie Humphreys from Cistercian. Just absolute, absolute dog. That hurts. I'm just. I, I'm literally. I am recruiting. I'm recruiting. Um, I'm recruiting offensive tackles solely based off height. I've got. I've got like the three tallest offensive tackles and the, the three you tallest really players do. in all of private school. All right. Do you want to do more? Or you want to end it at five? Let's end it at five. Okay. Okay. Start clock. All right. I really need to think this through. I need. I need versatility. I would love an offensive lineman. I think you, man. Um. Oh my gosh! I only have ten seconds. Ten seconds. Five seconds. All right, I'm gonna do it. Give me Grayson Boker from T- Woodlands Christian Academy. I, I want it. some. I want some athleticism in my defensive or my linebacking spot. So that, and it's that's fantastic. So yeah, give me Grayson Boker. Okay, you can start it on me. Um, oh yeah, you you got main. Um, yeah, you did get main Nord. Um, okay, yeah, keep that up there so I can see where I'm at. Um, okay, it's between two guys. Um. Okay, you you can stop it. You know I love my edge rushers. Um, a guy that I really thought about taking in the the actual draft, but just there was there was too much talent. I want Brody Garner from, yeah. from just absolute absolute monster monster in the weight room, monster on the field. Um, maybe maybe him, maybe the best prospect in D four. It's between it's between him and uh, and Rome Stanford. I think 
from Northland Christian. Just absolute, absolute monster. Rum Stanford, that's a guy that I I can't believe we forgot him. Oh on the my gosh, yeah. Him. Yeah, that's a yeah. We, we we'll both take we'll we'll both uh split rights to Rome Stanford as an uh, as an undrafted free agent. Oh no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. All right. Okay, uh, Walker. So so now yeah, that that's five. So now the, the draft is complete. I think let let's just take a second and go like uh <laughs> Go, let's just take like opposing position groups. So like wide receivers versus safeties, you know, running backs versus linebackers, et cetera. Yeah. And see, see who pairs off against two. So first let's take maybe selfishly, let's take my wide receivers against your secondary and see who, see who stacks up. I'm just going to copy and paste my wide receivers down here. Yep. I want to personally, I would say that, my defensive backs are better than your defensive backs. Uh I would take my guys over yours. It's it's close. Um and it's going to be close with literally all of these. It's going to be close with all these position groups just yeah. because I mean that there's not a whole lot of difference. So let me think. So in terms of my wide receivers versus your Versus your defensive backs. I'm having some trouble with Google Sheets copy and pasting. Okay, so we got Speedy Nettles, J.D. Crisp, Brady Jennings second, P.J. Washington versus Kevin Dodder, Jordan Ellie Stewart, Riley Strode, and Jordan Rogers. That's 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 some good matchups. I'm gonna have to say my guys take it. Um, I think Speedy yeah. Nettles is the best receiver in private school. I think P.J. Washington might be the most underrated. Brady Jennings is also up there, and J.D. Crisp is a freak. Um, yeah. But also, all your guys are are freaks too. I would love to see that, like, because you would probably have to put what Speedy on Jordan, and yeah, Jordan, Jordan on Speedy. That ten six speed of of Jordan on Speedy Nettles, just pure, just elite athleticism. That would be so much fun to watch because they're around the same size. Like I think Jordan Ellie Stewart's like six one, so they're mm-hmm. around the same size. So that'd be a really good matchup to watch. Uh, but yeah, you put it on on Brady. Uh, Caleb Bowers. That's what I honestly would put on him as a like an edge. Like, I mean, I on the outside, I I I would not want to put Rally Strode on Brady Janusek. Probably not. <laughs> so if I would have to, probably Jordan Rogers. He would be my guy. Six two safety. I would probably put on Brady Janusek. I don't know. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know. It'd what be, about what about JD Crisp? <sighs> JD would probably I would put PJ on Rally. I think Rally would lock down PJ. I think Rally's that dog, man. Rally's that Rally's dog. A dog. PJ's Rally... a dog too, though. People are gonna people are gonna see this here. Yeah. Uh maybe Kevin. I mean, Kevin would play more yeah. safety, but like you know what I mean. So yeah, I, I would matchup put, wise, yeah. I would put JD. You you're you're two slot. Your outside receivers are probably Nettles and Jen. You say PJ and JD are your like slots. So I mean I don't know. I'd probably I'd probably line up JD on the outside. Um, all of his film comes out, and he's so good at yep. the jump ball. I think Brady's athletic enough that I can put him in slot and just give him space to go. That's a good point. Yeah, your your receivers probably win that matchup, but like, uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you the win there. Your receivers beat our DBs. Sure, that, that that's fair. Okay, I'll I'll let you take one position group to compare, and then we can and then we can we can call it. I would say my defensive line beats your offensive line. I think, I I think I let's see. Our defensive line is disgusting. Let me let me copy and paste all these all these down here so I can Go actually it. line it up. There's your defensive line here. Yeah, outside of 
I, admittedly, I didn't I didn't put a whole lot of priority on my interior defensive line, so we'll see. Let me see. Okay, uh, I'm uh, one, two, three, four. Okay, so your defensive line consists of Caleb Mitchell, Irving, Michael Anthony Cora, Keller Patterson, and Jack Harwell. My tackles are Bennett Warren and Will Scott. My interior guys are Jacob Acanio, Nick Hughes, and Nate Weber. I mean, I don't know. Um, it's it's close. With with Bennett Warren and Will Scott, I in my mind I took the two best tackle prospects um in in private school with those guys because I took both of those guys incredibly early. Bennett Warren was the was my was the fourth overall pick. Will Scott was the fifth. Um, and and to say that I didn't put a lot of like priority on interior offensive linemen and still got Nate Nate Weber and Nick Hughes and Jake Canyos a lot, but you also got Jack Harwell as one of the the later picks in the draft, which is ridiculous. Yeah, Caleb Mitchell Irving's a f- mm, yeah, I I I don't know. Uh, a matchup of Caleb Mitchell Irving versus a, a matchup of Caleb Mitchell Irving and Michael versus Bennett Warren and Will Scott would be ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't have a I don't have a way of forecasting that cuz I wouldn't I wouldn't know how that would go until I saw it in person. It's a good point, good point. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh I I'm going to take my guys. I think I you see those four this Okuru's got some speed off the edge, but they're more power than they are at like right. speed off the edge. That's why I like having Nathan LaPerry as my like fifth guy off on the defensive line. And I can bring him in is speed off the edge. But like those far guys, you're not running on them. They're not running on them. Like you're just, you're not going to run the football on those four dudes. It's just not going to happen. Absolutely. So I mean, yeah, that's the draft. You think there's any chance that we can uh, that we can contact all these guys and see if we can if we can I get think them to absolutely. all play an impromptu football game? <laughs> absolutely. Hey guys, Dude, that know, would be that would be the TXPS All Star game be coming, ridiculous. coming spring twenty twenty four. That would be nuts. I would I would literally <laughs> give a leg. I would give a leg to to see this game happen. That's but yeah, are. that's actually this is this is some of the most fun I've had recording an episode. So yeah, we got. We got. We'll we'll have. I'm sure Walker will. You'll make some elite yeah. graphic that we'll have, and it'll have the positions we select. Also, I was thinking, if you want to, we can release. We can release um a blank template of that graphic and give it to y'all and oh, have y'all yeah. have y'all draft y'all's own private school team. Now, don't don't just put don't just put 22 guys from your team on there. We know all of y'all's rosters already, but honestly, like I'd be very curious to see how y'all's opinions would differ than all, from ours and see who y'all would think would be the best players in private school. So we will release um, this, all of this in graphic format that we'll put out on our socials. Um, and then also we'll release the template and we would, like I said, I'd love to see who y'all come up with, with your best players in private school. I love, I love getting to engage with the community in that format, but Walker, that being said, that actually um, that's going to wrap up the first annual TXPS Media mock draft. But what are your what are your thoughts on the the whole experiment? My first thought was just like when I was doing this, I was like, "Oh, that's a great player. Oh, that's another great player. That's like another great player." And I just want to say, these are what is that? Fifty rounds of guys, fifty five plus our undrafted free agents. Like these guys, like majority of these guys are going to go play Division One football, like. That's in every single classification level, I believe. Like every every single level, we have division one guys. Yeah. I mean, if if uh, we say it all the time, but it really like just doing this for fun, like shows like, hey, there is so much talent in private school football. It's insane, and I just wanted to say that. 
No, it really is. And doing these little these little games and these exercises like this really, really bring it out. But I'm trying to think any any housekeeping we need to do. Um, yeah, so we did just announce that we've been teasing for a while. We announced that the te- the first annual Texas private school media quarterback retreat. Um, that's kind of why we haven't been putting out a lot of physical content is because there has been a lot of work, as you can guess, that goes into putting that on. That's going to be on July 15th at APR Ranch. We are so excited. And so this is probably the most proud we've been of anything that we've gotten to put effort into. And we're going to do our absolute best to make it um, to make it a premier event for Texas private school quarterbacks. Um, Walker has put an, a ridiculous amount of effort into that. And I'm so I'm so excited for how that's going to turn out. Walker, you have anything regarding the quarterback retreat you want to say? I mean, we just um, I I we, we we made this a priority because it's something that is especially when we were playing we would love for this to happen and we we made sure we if we invited this quarterback he deserved to be there and it's it's a it's a select event for a reason because one day we want to do stuff like this for everyone and we if we when we get big enough and we have enough like when we grow, we want to do it to where we can put on stuff for every single position. We want to do this. And this is just a stepping stone for the future for everyone. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just so excited for this man, because we have so many bright uh, ideas in the vault that we want to do. And this is just one of those stepping stones to keeping growing and growing and getting it the best for y'all and yours, y'all's four years and beyond. So uh, I just want to say thank you for watching us and, you know, interacting with us because, being able to do stuff like this is awesome. So uh, I appreciate it. Uh, remember to like, and subscribe for sure. Uh, follow us on all our socials and yeah, man, keep uh, collaborating with us, keep inspiring us and we can keep growing this. And so we can help y'all out even more. So thank y'all. Absolutely. Um, If you can't tell, we love doing this. It's one of our favorite things ever. And that's why we're all continue, even though we're all getting even more busy with college and things beyond um, we're going to continue to do this because flat out we love doing it and we love providing content and spotlight to y'all but that being said that's uh, i'm not going to wrap up quite yet that's going to be that's going to be on july 15th before that we're going to have tap seven on seven state which you just reminded me it's not is is a week from now which doesn't yeah well, no that's that's we'll right be, uh isn't uh i'm gonna make sure but we will first i at least will be on the thursday or friday I'll be at the College Station uh, official Texas 7-on-7, and I believe Lubbock Christian and Midland Christian will be there, I believe. So those two teams made it, uh, and we'll go watch them. And because, you know, those are the guys from not far, not close to us, we'll definitely go say hello to them uh, and go take photos and all that and go meet those guys. And then Wes and I will be at the TAP 7-on-7 meet that next day. Absolutely. I will be there. I will be there. I don't know the date, but it's that I'll be there for sure. Probably not Friday, but I will be there on that Saturday for the championship bracket. Um, I had so much fun there last year, yep. probably just because I got to eat at George's, which is a favorite Waco pastime of Walker and mine. But yeah, so the roadmap for the summer and at least in the next few weeks is, is tap seven on seven quarterback yep. camp. And we will start rolling out our divisional previews in July, but with all that being said, um, this has been an incredibly fun episode to make. We love doing it. I, as always, have been one half of your hosting crew, Wes Tolleson. Walker Lott has fantastically been himself. We will see you in the next episode. See you later.
three, two, one. Here we go! 